There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning! On that note, everybody, it is 545. This is the morning sickness. It's Friday. Hi there. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett Fesley. There's Big Dick Toledo. Off we go for another glorious day. It's raining. All night. I, like uh, many others, have discovered that uh, I need your help, boys. Uh Uh-oh. My windshield wipers look like Jason Pierre Paul's hands. They're just uh, like a firework. Just yeah. fix it. They didn't make a lot of noise, <laughs> but uh, when I turned them on, they weren't doing much of anything. Just kind of flopping around. So I'm like, ah, I forgot about summertime and then testing it. Who tests their windshield wipers when it's not raining? Occasionally, you'll throw a little of the Windex thing out of the uh, whatever they call that thing. You know, that little window washer thingy. The window washer yeah, thingy. Nobody knows what that's called. The window washer thingy. It's probably got a name. I haven't done that in a long time. And then driving along the freeway, got a little rain started, and I turned those on, and it was just smearing water all around. Damn it! Triple damn it! So you might want to test them before you leave the garage or your carport or wherever you stick your car in before you leave today and uh, before you get that deflated feeling of, ah, crap, because it might uh, keep raining for a little while. Or just, you know, don't go to work today. Skip it. Call in sick. Take one of your sick days. If you got a few of those left this year, what are you waiting for? It's December. I remember that uh, we had that one employee. Uh, he got fired after working here for 17 years. And that was a few years back, back when we were in the midst of uh, the recession, recession, the big housing crash and all that stuff. And the station had to do cutbacks and things in areas that were a little thick. And they got rid of him. And his one argument was... And I remember sitting with our boss, Chuck Arteague, and this is a lesson to all of you. He said, after 17 years, I took one vacation and I never called in sick and this is how I go out. And I remember Chuck saying, well, that was just dumb. (laughs) I'm like, man, if that's not a lesson learned, even from a guy who used to give you heat for calling in sick, never be one of, no one is impressed at all. With uh, your perfect attendance. No one, except you. I remember that in high school. With a, I didn't know we'd give that award out at the end as a person who never missed a day of school. Not one hour of ditch. You've missed out on life. How, well, even the, not even taking the uh, paid vacation time you're given. Ridiculous. No, I don't need that. Not doing that. I show up every day. That, hard work. You know what that says to me? You're insecure that you're incredibly replaceable. And the second you leave, we'll discover we don't need you. That's in your mind. Like, if I leave, they'll know that I don't do anything. It's true. And so I better show up every day and act busy. And that's essentially what happened. I mean, I felt bad for the guy. But no one at all but you was impressed with your perfect attendance. So the day you get fired and you start screaming out, I have never used a sick day. That's dumb. And if your windshield wipers aren't working today and the first day of December and you've got sick days, use it. Call in, you've got some sort of weird, you it's think you might have COVID. vacation time that expires at the end of the year. Yeah. I woke up stuffy, my throat hurts. Uh, I think I might have COVID, I'm going to test, but I'm not coming in today. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Nobody's going to care. 
And and no one you call on the other end is going to go, but Johnson, your perfect attendance record. What? Nobody even knows you have that but you. Ladies, you got the ultimate excuse. The vagina. I mean, you don't need to, need to yeah. use the windshield wipers. Nope. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't be driving anyway. It's well, raining. That's true. Uh, yeah, it's just ridiculous. So... Uh, Flaps problems. Yeah. <laughs> got one of my labias. Sw- Can you imagine being a manager? Oh, hey, Lauren. Hi, it's Teresa. Hey, Teresa. What's going on? I'm not going to make it today. Oh, geez. All right. Well, you know, we need you. It's- well, one of my labias swollen. Bye. <laughs> we care. got you covered. You take as much time as you need. There's a reschedule. All a man, all a man manager needs to hear is the word discharge, and you're off for the whole month. There's a weird... Greenish discharge. Country tins of the. What are you doing? Just trying to avoid hearing your next words. Triple let the whole sales department go. You guys just stay home. It's fine. Sounds as though Teresa's labia is exploded, and I don't want that to be contagious. All the ladies have (laughs) December off. Maybe that's why they give Beth December off. Oh, that's right. I didn't even think about that. She gets the. The swole. Swollen lip. (laughs) Who knows? I don't know. I envy it. I wish I had that skill. Uh, but uh, you don't. But, yeah, use your sick days today. If your windshield wipers are really in tatters, uh, take a day off. Watch some prices right. Do it. Especially if you're a person who's got... it's. You know what this is to me? December 1st, I'm going to make it a new day. It's a destroy perfect attendance day for the people who think that that matters at anything. It doesn't. Iron Man of the office. Let me ask you this. Other than baseball... Lou Gehrig, Cal Ripken. Mm-hmm. Who do you know is like, that guy's never missed a day? Who? Who in this office has perfect attendance? Who in this building? Oh, in the building? Anywhere you've ever been in your life. Lane Pandrock. Uh, maybe, yeah, but uh, no. Maybe. Nope. She missed a few weeks ago. She had some stuff to do and she didn't come in. But you're close. No one cares about your attendance. No one ca- When you tell people. Scott the Bot? Scott the bot takes time off. He's got like 600 kids. One of them gets his snipples. He's got to do something. No one. And when you tell people, you know, I've never missed a day. The first thing that rolls to the person you're talking to is, what an idiot. Why? Why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you miss a day when, you, when given a chance? Today's your chance. It is take the day off December. December 1 to remember. That's right. It's your December 1st to remember. Your perfect attendance means nothing to anybody. But now, if it means something to you and you feel like you're going to get a Rolex out of it, you're not. There is no reward for that. And at the end, when you're packing up that weird little box and that uh, awkward shadow is lurking in the hallway waiting for you to clear out your things, and you're like, didn't even get a plaque for the perfect attendance. And then you're gone and two new people replace you because they're cheaper. That's the way life works. The perfect attendance means nothing. Take the day off. December 1st, perfect attendance. Never called in sick guy. Today's your day. In the NFL currently this year, I think maybe nobody. Um, Jason Kelsey, as far as maybe. No, I thought I he missed, didn't he? But you're talking just about yeah, but it's yeah. He works all week. There's days he's taken off. There's days he's like, I'm not coming in. They take yeah, you know. They, they said, I mean, look, the baseball thing same way. It's not like they're playing every day. But well, I mean, you get that Iron Man deal. Baseball is different because it's 162 games. There's a little more games in 190 days. Yeah. So the and a lot of the time the days off are traveling. So you get a day off now and again. It's not saying you don't get a day off. You know, you get your weekends and stuff. It's perfect attendance. It's stupid. So I'm talking to a very small group of people out there. Everybody else is raising their glasses. 
But no one knows in any office in America at all who's never missed a day. School. Stupid. You find out at graduation. Tanya Holt, congratulations for your perfect attendance. We all look at each other and go, she didn't miss an hour? Like, sometimes we were at EG's and it was taking too long to get lunch and we're just like, we'll just skip fourth. I'm not rushing back. I didn't even get my lunch until three minutes before we, forget it. Getting a hot dog and a slushie. I'm staying for an hour. We'd go to this buffet called Poncho's. And uh, it was so delicious. It was all you could eat. They knew, high school students, all you can eat for six bucks. And we'd drive a little bit. It was over on like uh, Southern and I guess it's uh, almost Country Club. Country Club. Yeah. That's right. Nice job. I Brett remember those. Brett knows yeah, Ponchos. I know the hood. And we went over there and be like, eh, I got my first tray and I'm still hungry and we're leaving in two minutes. Let's say we miss fourth hour and, and drill Ponchos for a little more. And Poncho's like, are you kids needing to go back to school? You and I both know that's not. <laughs> we're not going to do that, so. So they would encourage you to have have another tray. Like, yeah, ponchos. How am I going to? I paid the six bucks. I might as well get a couple of trips. Ditch in school was the best. The best. I was duped on that. Buffets? Get back for, you know, here's your lunch period. No. I'd make sure I wouldn't miss another period. I mean, it just wasn't. It was drilled that much. That's not an option. class? No. never Until, like, you had the, the one, like, senior day. You never just took an hour off? Nope. Why? Once you just do never it, thought oh, that that was you should an leave right now. Yeah, just, you, know you know what? what I mean, take, take, you know, come back at six, seven yeah. o'clock, seven o'clock, Brady. We'll Miss see you there. Miss an hour, and we'll be like, "Where's Brady?" No one will know where you are. You knew there would be uh, four or five faculty members over at your house. Uh, your That's because you guys were too tight with everybody, way too friendly with everyone. Yeah, hey, I just man. didn't think. I had the system there are too down. many repercussions. Oh, the si- but once you start doing it a lot, there's nothing they can do. They they actually you start to discover once you creak that door open. Yeah, and I oh, never. Did. There's yeah. no power here. Oh, it's the best. And once you figure out when they call the house because there was an automated call at four fifteen. This is a call to tell you that your student at Dobson High School missed one or more hours today. Okay, and I'd be like, and I just answer the phone. Hello. Oh. uh... No, I think you've got the wrong number. I'm just talking to the recording. I don't know who that was. That's somebody a wrong number. It seems we get a lot of wrong numbers. Every day about 4.15, we get wrong numbers. I got an A for attendance and Bs and Cs for grades. And then my parents really didn't paid care. off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and just, here you are with me. Yep. D student who barely went to school from his junior year on. So you're too busy raising the flag uh, for more sopapillas over at uh, Poncho's <laughs> yeah, or what? Yeah, we need the flag. Sopapillas <laughs> for everybody. You know, let's go around again, everyone. We're going to miss fifth hour, too. That ditch in school was the best. I don't think, like you were saying, I don't think senior ditched. I don't think that was really a doesn't ditch day. Count. It doesn't count because everybody's doing it. And the, yeah. And it's not like and, this, a, and everybody knew about yeah. it. That's it's why like, it was the teachers it's designed didn't even care. that way. Exactly. It's, it's like asking uh, the to toilet paper yeah. houses. Can we toilet paper your house? What are you doing? Yeah. You're getting away. If the, if and the, some people didn't even, you know, there were some people that didn't I, do that. Like the seniors. I, I didn't. I'm afraid there's going to be a, a problem there. Well, I, ditching? Yeah, doing that ditching? senior ditch day. They're like, oh, Ours. we'll get in trouble. I remember sitting in Mr. McConnell's uh, social studies class. And he goes, senior ditch day. Here's the deal on that, guys. Uh, you're not allowed to graduate if you get caught on senior ditch day not coming to school. And I actually had knowledge of something i'm like can't do that it's against state regulations if you pass classes they gotta let you out doesn't matter that's not true john i'm like call a lawyer rick sent me to the library for a week (laughs) i wasn't allowed in the class for a week but i just remember saying you can't take our graduation away if we graduate we graduate 
it's a piece of paper that we can go take a test today. You probably already had out. your days of attendance covered. For, you know, according to state of it regulations and all of it was credits. Hooey. <laughs> Pass the tests, they let you out. That's it. Rock Wars, the wake up song, and the you bastard sight of the day. Wanna know more? Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Now, if you just stop going all the time, I made my appearances. But ditching school is the best thing in the world. Teaches you how to be a man. Teaches you how to run around and like I, the, the way the world works. I would go to Tony Roma's and just pick up a shift during school. My manager's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I want money more than I want to learn about the same things I've known since sixth grade. It, it definitely shit. changed uh, for me, you know, like in college. Because it was more of your responsibility. Right. Saying like, you missed I the class, going. which you can. Yeah. You can make that choice. Just pass the tests. Yeah. You were afraid you were going to get in trouble from your parents. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. My dad just told me, when you're supposed to graduate, you graduate. If you don't, we'll talk. It was the best. But today, and, and especially as an adult, nobody cares about your perfect attendance. No one. No one. You got a brother that's a little bit older than you that probably put in extra hours at school. Yeah. I want to stay longer. This guy said, uh, he goes, uh. They don't care about your perfect attendance. However, they will mention how many sick days you use on your yearly review. Right. Well, you're allowed a few. If you go overboard, that's a thing. But if you're sitting there today and it's haven't missed a day all year and you're sitting there trying to streak, take your day. You're allowed to have some. State law requires you get some sick days. So if they even... But if you're a bum and you're not holding your end of the deal right, if you're, if you're work, abusing you're it. making your own bed but there. But that's different. That's exactly. just a bad employee. That's what people are like, oh... Okay, I'm going to take my day. But here's the other thing. If you're a bum, you don't have perfect attendance anyway. I'm not talking to those people. That's not who I'm talking to. I'm talking to those goody two-shoes knobs. Oh, yeah. I don't know, yeah. Sean. Getting trouble and the, the yearly review will come up and I took a day. That's that's your boss just putting the screws to you because he sees a victim. sees a weakling. Take your day. Perfect attendance guy. You're, making me, you're pissing me off. That's right. I think everybody here is... Yeah. There's none of those here. If there is, we don't know. Yeah. So what's the point? Hmm. It's it, And, uh, you know, it's on the heels of this crazy no-nut November thing, which is finally over. So get your laundry soap ready because if you've got one of those no-nut November weirdos living in your house, he is about to wreck the house. It's December 1st, and he's allowed to explode. I watched the thing last night. I uh, feel bad for the companies that are having their holiday oh. parties this weekend. After coming off a of no not November, there's going to be some pregnancy because I watched a doctor <laughs> yesterday on the uh, some news show talking about like how silly it is, and he goes, "There's absolutely no benefit to this outside of uh, personal gains to say I accomplished it." He goes, "It doesn't. Uh, there's no health benefits. There's no health risk. It's just you deciding to say I've got the willpower to not do this." And he said, "In fact, masturbation is a key to good sleep, stress relief, everything else." The good news is now that no not November is over. There's a good chance that this is the uh, day of probably uh, zero road rage. Because I think road rage has a lot to do with pent-up. I can see that. We give, uh, there's no reason to fight. Nobody wants to fight after they've busted. There's not a road rage. There's no, yeah, that's right. There's never a, a moment where right after you busted, you want to put some gloves on and get them work the heavy bag. You want to just rest and smile. But they, uh, I forget what they were calling December. It was like Destroy Dick December or something like that. And I started laughing. I'm like, this is, it's like you're going to take it out on the wang. So, No Nut November is over, and you guys can 
start crushing. Yes, yeah, destroy Dick December to make up for lost time. Throw out so. some stats that, uh, you know, they discovered a lot more prostate cancer. From no nothing. Of, yeah. What they did say, what that doctor did say was, you are probably uh, more fertile if you waited the whole month without any of the release. That there's a good chance that you're, which is a nightmare, that you're probably stored up a little bit and there's a chance you could be a little bit more potent. Uh, no real proof of that, but some guys would probably, with a larger, you know, mm-hmm, then there's a chance that he could probably be a little more potent. So be careful, girls, because this is pregnancy weekend in December, and a lot of July and August babies coming your way here soon. Or than Plan B pills. Yeah. Speaking of pregnancy, been paying a lot of attention to this abortion thing that's going on. I don't like to get into political topics, but this abortion situation we got in Arizona, have you looked into... The law that currently is held, and then they kind of changed it a little bit. The abortion law that was that immediately went back into play after the Supreme Court decided to start <laughs> messing with abortion a year or so ago. 1874, I think, is the year that we go back to. Yeah. I, all I'm thinking to myself, and I think we all agree, back in the puritanical 1870s, what kind of whore was wandering into the doctor looking for an abortion? Like, ladies didn't have... A lot of rights. Evidently, that was a rough year. And what was an abortion in 1874? If if you look at how dentists used to do fillings in the 1930s, in the 30s, the number one cause of suicide in the United States was dental pain because people did not want to go to the dentist. You see those tools that dentists used in the 1930s for dentistry? What were they doing for abortions? In the 1870s, no wonder it was fully illegal. The doctors didn't want to toy around with that. Was a look. We got to regulate this. Had to be. We have to. We have to stop this. Look at that office. A sickle in an oak bucket. I think that was the only tools necessary. (laughs) I'm thinking we went back to 1874 rules. Of course, it was illegal then. Gross. What are you putting that nine ounce glove on for? (laughs) Trust me. The doctor's throwing up all over his stomach. Like, ah, he's just, he probably just reached in and started tugging on stuff like he was cleaning out a pumpkin. Like, just, oh, I got a few of the seeds. We'll roast them later. Oh. <laughs> Man. Got that weird orange hair just pulled out. I'm like, all right, we got to, we'll clean this up with uh, one of those little egg beaters, I guess. That ought to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, of course, 1874 abortion was 100% illegal, but who are the ladies? Of 1874 wandering and going, I want to terminate my pregnancy. Back in 1874, you did that stuff yourself. You threw yourself down a flight of the stairs. The old Planned Parenthood. <laughs> you, you had some uh, dude punch you in the stomach. You just got lippy. If you were pregnant in 1870, you wandered over to a fella at the saloon, and you got lippy with him, and he'd slug you in the stomach, and mission accomplished. That was an 1870s abortion. They didn't have technology to even know how to get that done properly. Just go over to the brothel. <laughs> Right. Just start mouthing off to a drunk. They beat women like crazy back then. There were no rules. Like what? Abortion clinics in 1874. A doctor, he came to your house for crying out loud. They used to, the way they did birth in the 1870s, according to all the movies and TV, just a hot box, of, like a bucket of water, some towels, <laughs> and a guy with a weird, like, No monocle. wonder they want to change it. That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this thing's based on 1874? <laughs> right. Well, that's what I'm saying. We can't yeah. lean on this. I'm not an abortion activist by any means, but 
If 1874 is where we currently stand, of course it was illegal in 1874. No use of the claw. It might have been the grossest <laughs> thing of all time. The guy just had a butter knife and a fist, and that was the abortion tool. So I'm kind of like, you know, I don't know how excited you can be when it comes to, uh, you know, your your side winning the abortion battle if, we're, if 1874 is the laws we're sticking to. And then they said, okay. 15 weeks, you can still get one of the modern-day ones. We're going back to the 1874 band. Hey, hey, we got to be, even if you're a nutbag religio who's like, no, it's got to be completely illegal all the way across. I'm like, all right, I get it. But can we at least write some new words instead of saying we're in frontier days? I mean, we were 10 years removed from the Emancipation Proclamation, and we got a law on deck saying, and also this. <laughs> People didn't have rights. 1874, they probably just stuffed a rattlesnake in the lady and said, do your work. And, of course, they didn't care if a lady died. It was like a 50-50 shot when you gave birth. You were going to make it through that anyway. In the sitting room of that doctor's office, there's probably a stone wheel for blade sharpening. (laughs) Let me just hit my primer here. So I understand you want an abortion. Whore? Whore against God? Yeah, I really need to get rid of this baby. Okay, whore against God, lay down. Yeah, I figured that I'd uh, start my uh, bad situation. Uh, I don't want to have the baby. Right. Well, you need to go see the blacksmith then. <laughs> right. Who's getting abortions in 1874? What what lippy broad was wandering around with feminism back then? You'd take a shot in the chops if you even mentioned you needed rights. Susan B. Anthony had a baby. She wouldn't even Out dab here on it. Yeah. Wild Wild West, though. That's what I'm saying. Just get thrown into a lake and beaten up or have a rock chucked at your stomach. That's the way it worked back then. The good old days, you know. Make America great again. What Hobart's talking about, we all agree. Better time. No, it's weird that we're even talking about it. Like when the laws go back to And some people are like, yeah, that's the way it should be. I'm like, nothing should be like 1874 ever again, except for those weird little museums we visit called Frontier Days. Where Rob Trigg walks around as the town drunk, and then they do a shooting off a roof, and everybody claps, and then we make a chicken dance on a hot plate. Nobody wants to live like rawhide. What? I Sorry, I'd take you to the office, but the iron horse is broken. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> one John Wayne movie, A Little Lady Needs an Abortion. Like that, It didn't happen. <laughs> Did not occur. No more new pilgrims. <laughs> and we're sitting here talking about it. This is Ryan Weber said 1870s abortion is a good band name. You might be right. That's pretty good. 19th century abortion is pretty solid. But, yeah, I mean, Katie Hobbs was just with her little, uh, you know, she's the state president. And so, I mean, we're in bigger lockers and 10 more minutes for lunch. And also, I'm going to get rid of this 1870s abortion law. I'm like, yeah, who's against that Sounds idea? pretty good. That, that one I'm with her on. I mean, I disagree with Katie on a lot of stuff, but that one, okay, I can get on board that. And I know, I know, religio. You're going to email me. Abortion should have never been legal, even in the 18th. Okay, stop it. Stop it. You've, it's just a thing that you can have. a. You don't need to get one. It's not like they're forcing them down here. The murder. Okay. Rock Wars. The wake-up song and the you bastard sight of the day. Want to know more? Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Well, I'd rather have that available than the 1870s ways where chicks were, you know, roto-rootering themselves.
<sighs> the murder, that's, that's, that's not better. Pre-Dyson days. Yeah. That's, I, I, and I and don't that's care. how we invented the thing. Yeah. Get, get yourself an abortion. Don't get one. You know my stance on that. It's your choice, whore. That's how I've always felt about abortion. That's how I'll always feel. You can do it once. Now, I do think there needs to be a punch card. You're allowed one. You go back and start making it birth control, and now all of a sudden it's your thing. But uh, all I'm thinking of is the mentality of the girl that, you know, I didn't even, they didn't even have phones yet, did they? You had to go actually knock on someone's door and go, hey, uh, hey old Doc you Jensen. telegram. <laughs> yeah. Just had a procedure done. Yeah. Tick, 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 tick. Oh. That old whore down the street needs me to come down there and suck out her unborn baby. Yeah, well, my work here is never done. <laughs> old Doc Jensen's over there at Mary's house pulling out her baby from whoring. <laughs> they were going to tattoo a scarlet A on her chest for adultery and... She's going to whore around. And it's a two-day trip to Dodge City. <laughs> right, right. They probably complain about it. They don't have a clinic here in my town. This old mining ref. Nobody, like Globe, Arizona was a big city. Come on. I want to meet. I want to go. Now, I, now, if somebody invents time travel, I'm not going to go back and kill baby Jesus or baby Hitler just to be famous. I'm well, gonna, the other thing is. I'm going to go uh, back and find 1870s abortion whore. I want to know her. And the birth rate had to have been pretty tough then, too. It was horrible. Like I said, you, you almost died giving birth, let alone. what They just killed the mother, I'm guessing, in 1870. You wanted an abortion. They just cut you in half. All right. We'll get rid of That's this That's the part they want to change. Yeah, they would just kill the mom. Well, you're the host body, yeah. and the only thing we know how to do here is just get rid of you. So, yeah, they just offed the host body. Did you find anything online of 1870s abortion tools? I'm, I'm surprised the word was even invented. I mean, it had to be Game of Thrones ugly. Like, you just breathe fire in there and then put some leeches in. Like the medical. It, you know, one good thing about it is all of those tools were made in America. That's, a, you know what, that was back when we really cared about our product. Craftsmen still <laughs> made their stuff here. <laughs> Snap on. And then you'd wander into that weird, man. Oh, hey, it's a blacksmith and the, the toolsmith. Ding. I'm going to need myself a blade yay big and skinny, if you don't mind. What for? Got to poke out some babies. You haven't heard about this new trend called abortion? Yeah, town whores need them all the time. Hey, there's a museum of uh, contraception and abortion. Where? Online. Oh, it's just online. I can't visit this museum. museum? Yeah, hang on, I'll pull it up. So it's the ball of twine and then like on Route 66. (laughs) Is there a sign on the freeway that says... Sure, Clark W. Griswold visited there before. Next exit, contraception and abortion museum. Hey, my brother's in there. <laughs> They're the instruments, and uh, if I walked into a doctor's office... What in the world? <laughs> it's like a mousetrap, and <laughs> what was that one? There's a mousetrap, a syringe. It's like someone took a jart, took the fins <laughs> right. off it, and that's the landing arrow. A bow and arrow, a pair of scissors that could reach my throat from my anus. And a primitive hook. And a I hook. haven't been sterilized since they were used. <laughs> oh, Whoa, look at that. Man, what's with the bow and arrow? And then a mousetrap. That is, uh, I think you put some cheese on it and the baby reaches for it. <laughs> Maybe that was it. They waited There's for the, the doctor's kit. Wait for the baby to get hungry. And they put it's a mousetrap in there. It's like a couple crack pipes. Mousetrap's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> Little baby's reaching for food. <laughs> we got him. Don't feel that squirming around anymore, do you? That's. Here's the bladder probe. Uh, what's that mean? 
Yeah. Cervical dilator. Those are just two sticks they pried you open with. Yeah. Well, they didn't have salad forks then. No, so they just, they just chopsticked yeah. you wide open, reached in, and pulled. I feel something. This is coming out. Oh. They didn't have cars yet. Look at the syringe. Why is it? Oh. oh. Look at that thing. A curved uterine syringe. Oh, it's got a 90-degree turn on it before it starts stabbing. Imagine that thing dragging through. Oh. Do they have anesthesia yet? I don't think so. They just chloroformed sure. your face. Oh, man. Anyway, any law that we've got that's 1874 tied, we got to bring her on back. Arizona originally banned abortion in 1864. Right. Well, that's when they freed the slaves, so they got a little worried that some of their babies were going to be mocha. <laughs> uh, we can't have that. We got to figure out a way if she gets, you know, Keyshawn? if she starts liking that one guy. The 1864 law mandates between two and five years of prison time yeah. for doctors who perform. For the doctors, what about the? Well, they just killed the woman. Here's, here's the midwife case. Fifteen well, week limit. Even there is a class six felony. Yeah, that's the new one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They make it a felony now. Like, yeah, this. The, I don't know. I don't understand it. Do whatever you want with it. Again, my oh. protest is and always will be, it's your choice, whore. Why is she always a whore? I don't know. Because one side thinks so. The other side says it's your choice. I don't care what you do with your body. Man, that's horrible. And they did it on the kitchen table. That's, yeah. They used to do it right, right here. Just, yeah. yeah, it says kitchen tables, not only for politicking. You didn't sit around and have your soups and gruels back in 1870s on a table that May or may not have had a medical procedure performed on it. Oh. <laughs> Blood to death at the kitchen table was not uncommon headline in newspapers before abortion was legalized. <laughs> Blood to death on the just plop her up here on the kitchen table. Have you been to a school for doctoring? Close enough. I know where the holes are. Oops, I nicked something. Yeah, well. Good news is you're never going to be able to have a baby again after what I just did. So. There's the abortion tools from Africa. Oh, those were just sticks. Yeah, like I said, wood and plastic rods. Wait a minute. How, how they, much? How they get plastic? Honestly, in 1874, how much did you not want a kid to go in and say, "I want this out of me"? Considering the methods, how give me, badly? Give me the sticks. I don't want. I don't want no kid. Like, I, don't, I mean, <laughs> give me the sticks. I would have loved that woman till the end of time, all, all the right. way up to 1902, when she probably died at age 30. But I would have absolutely loved her beyond belief. I'm pregnant and I don't want to be. Are you talking 1870s abortion? Yes. I think I love you more. <laughs> this is You're willing to do this to not have a child? My God, you're my dream woman. If we have this kid, I can't pan gold every day. <laughs> what am I supposed to do down at the mercantile if I have an unwanted child, said Toledo's granddad. <laughs> Man, oh man. Anyway, so I just keep seeing that in the news, and I'm like, I hate the abortion conversation, but all I'm thinking of is that that ballsy old frontier woman going over there to see Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman and saying, pull it out of me. I don't want kids. I never have, never wanted them. Don't like them. Now you realize the method involved. You could bleed out on the table. Better than having kids. Mm-hmm. Like, man, oh man. What a woman. Here's your two buffalo hides. Yeah. Trading. There's all sorts of Steven Spielberg needs to make a movie about the lady who got the first Frontiersy abortion. Just a, talking to her boyfriend about it. I can't have this kid. Like, I, there's got to be something the doc can do. Uh, he's like a doll. Yeah. 
Oh, can I help you? Yeah, Doc Brown, I need you to do me a favor. 1870s abortions. Man, oh, man. Maybe that's what I'd do if I had a time machine. Travel back there with some deodorant. A couple of tools. Some tampies. And some tampons. <laughs> Teach these people. So, like, I'd do... I'd, that wouldn't screw up the time-space continuum if I brought tampons to them 30 years before they invented them. Ladies, you're going to love me for this. This is a box of Playtex. What's it do? Well, you'll have your socks back. Let's just start there. You don't have to darn those anymore. <laughs> I put it where? Man, where you've been stuffing that mud that Indian showed you. Uh, you, know? the, you don't have to clog with corks and mud anymore. Good Christ. And that's 1870s. Imagine what was going on 100 years prior to that. A woman had the nerve to ask a doctor for an abortion in 1870? Off with her head. I mean, maybe New York was a little more advanced, but Arizona? I don't think so. Two doctors in the whole state or territory. Yeah. And who's the first dude that said, I'll do it? Traveling west. I bet you he's the one who got her pregnant. I guarantee <laughs> it was the doctor who got some wife pregnant. He's like, I got to get that out of here. I'm a doctor. Lay down on the table. I'm going in. And he had like sticks and candy and wife. It would have been one of his horrors. He had a, he had to cover his ass. <laughs> I'm, just, just, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Not his wife. Someone else's <laughs> wife. Yeah. Anyway, it's that's a guy who makes a good point. Patrick says, "Wait a second. If I heard that right, if I have an abortion after 15 weeks, I can go to prison of class six felony and share a cell the same amount of time who banged that dead granny. He's a class four felony. He's only going to be in there a couple of years longer than you." <laughs> Dear Lord. Anyway, speaking of that guy, yesterday in Brazil, a nine-year-old woman in a body bag uh, started scratching, came back to life, and they had her in the morgue. And I'm like, imagine if that would have happened. Ninety-year-old? She's ninety. Yeah. She's laying in her bag and woke up. She just got a nice rest. She was cold. It's freezing. They moved her into the freezer. She starts. She gets up. Bag starts moving around, and luckily for her, Randall Bird wasn't in there. Because she'd have seen some stuff she'd rather not have woken up to. Unzip, no, no, don't unzip the bag. Unzips it and she's in there going, I can't breathe. What were you thinking? Had her all stripped down. Put her in the bag. She was that sleepy. <laughs> she's wow. dead. Stuffed her in the freezer and everything. She's okay. Randall Bird wasn't there. So everything's all right. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A good one. To start off this 2023, not 1874 day. Ladies, you're so lucky. That you live in this time. Everybody who complains about how much better things used to be, just think back of frontiersy lady who has an unwanted pregnancy. <laughs> and then wipe the sweat from your forehead and go, yeah, it's pretty good here. I, I like this current time. Uh, give it to us good and strong. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. 98 KUPD.